0: love this podcast support this show through the acar supporter feature
1: it's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment just hit the link in the show description to support now well hello my darlings and welcome to bear back your new favorite podcast this week featuring me rubella vaccine miss ruby to her friends but before i make my grand entrance darlings please welcome your hosts warwick shears bear power couple ben and ben hello boys <laughs>
0: Hi, Bab. Hello there. Welcome to bear back the podcast where we navigate our lives
2: together as a bear couple. And we also discuss the quirks of our respective cultures. I'm Ben and I'm British. And I'm Benja and I'm
0: Argentinian. And this week we are delving into all things drag.
2: Indeed, we have a very special guest. Local lockdown Instagram hero, Rubella Vaccine. Known to her friends as Miss Ruby. So we'll
0: call her Miss Ruby. Yeah, well, I hope we're friends. Well, we'll find out later because she's coming round to
1: our house. I know.
0: It's really exciting, isn't it? I mean, it's having like a guest, like a proper guest that we haven't had in ages. Yeah, and in our house, a drag queen is coming round to Ben and Benha's house. Exciting. But before we do all that, let's talk about what we've been up to this week. Oh,
2: we've had a... Posh one, didn't we? Oh, we
0: did. We went down to London to see the Queen.
2: Mm, yeah, no, we didn't see the Queen. We saw a Queen. Well, I saw you. Oh, well, I saw you, so technically we saw Queens. <laughs> well,
0: let's be honest. The Queen for the day was my mum. We took her down to London for her belated birthday present. Uh, we went to a really fancy place for afternoon tea.
2: Very pink.
0: Very pink. But as you know, my mum's favourite colour is pink. So it was very apt. The uh, restaurant was adorned with David Shrigley artwork. So it was kind of like, I don't know, it was very camp. It was a bit Alice in Wonderland with some of the food. It was very pastel all yeah. very pastel pink. But so. with, with, a, with a dashing and a slight patter of a pop art. It was amazing.
2: I know. And a smidge of Bruno Mass. A smidge of Bruno Mars, absolutely. Well, wow, a smidge just because he wasn't really Bruno Mars, but well, did it, you know that? I mean, that was a Bruno Mars suit, wasn't it? It was a Bruno Mars suit, and he kind of looked like it was like a Bruno Mars lookalike, um, and he was wearing a pink suit with a pink fedora, and he kind of looked like Bruno Mars. Although <laughs> he. Oh, what was he called? Gary? Don't know. I don't know. He, I mean, he introduced himself, yeah. and that's sort of where my mind was blown. But I didn't pay attention to the name, actually, because what resonated in my mind when he introduced himself was his job title, because he introduced himself as our caviar manager. Caviar
0: manager. That's a job title for the ages, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, imagine going on a blind date with
2: somebody and they say, what job do you do? Caviar manager. I mean, I'm sold. I mean, I think it's a little bit of an overstatement, though. Don't get me wrong. He was a caviar manager. He served caviar. That's basically all he did. But realistically. I mean, the portion of caviar we
0: got was minuscule. I had to get like a microscope out to look at those three tiny little eggs that we
2: got. Don't get me wrong. It was a spoonful. A spoonful? It would have fit on like half a five pence piece. It was a spoonful though. It's just that it was a very, 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 very little spoon. It was kind of like the spoons that you get, you know, in like a a child's afternoon team play said yeah it was like a spoon for a member of the sylvanian family
0: now i think that's probably the most bizarre job title i've ever heard in my life i have to say last week we talked about in our episode jobs for the boys i talked about when i worked for subway the sandwich chain and my job title technically was sandwich artist
2: Sandwich artist?
0: Yeah. Now, if you ever saw any of my sandwiches... Technically, actually, you probably could have likened them to a Jackson
2: Pollock painting. I mean, it was your thing abstract art, really? So <laughs> yeah, my sandwiches were very abstract. Completely undefined,
0: zero shape. Yeah. But literally, when people were coming in after being at the pub, you know, at 11 o'clock at night, they didn't care. They well, didn't care. It so, seems like you didn't care either. No, they got a Pollock. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But that brings me to the post because talking about jobs, we have, um, uh, amongst the letters that we had, we had a very interesting one from Jack. Yeah, well, we asked you all
0: to let us know about your first job. Jack got in touch. He used to work in a joke and magic trick shop selling illusions to children and toddlers. Sounds really fun. Well, yeah, absolutely. I I mean, in his longer letter, he goes on to say, Well, I used to go clubbing on a Friday and sleep on the floor ready for my shift. However, it was cold, so I used to put on the giant foamy pumpkins for comfort.
2: So not going home, just going to the shop and sleeping in
0: the shop's floor? (laughs) Absolutely. He says, One day I woke up with the owner's basset hound next to me, with a note saying, You've been sleeping in the bloody shop again. Look after my
2: dog in lieu of board for the night. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> oh, it's nice sleeping with a dog
0: Well, apparently the dog used to bite Well, but
2: it probably wouldn't bite when it was sleeping, so that was
0: fine Well, I don't know, he doesn't, he doesn't go into detail on whether he was bitten by the whether dog he or was not was bitten But he does say that he served an elderly lady and she bought a willy warmer Okay Because apparently this Joker magic shop had a filth and smut section
2: To be honest, I think they all have Do they? I, I think so, it's just that it tends to be quite innocent What actually is a willy warmer? Well, I would presume that he's sort of self-explanatory. It warms a willy. So it's like a jumper or a, a sweater for a, a
0: mm, willy. I would have thought a little bit like a scarf. Oh, like a penis scarf.
2: Something like that, yeah. Oh,
0: right. Well, anyway, if you're interested, actually, I, I did have a sneak peek at Jack's Instagram, and he's a very good cook. Were you Makes...
2: stocking our fans? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, I just like to see... What people are up to and he makes a mean lamb rack. Okay. I mean
2: still creepy from you, but when are we going for a lamb roast?
0: Well, Jack, can you get the oven on? We'll be we'll be down in a in a I don't know where he lives actually, I'll have to find out, but let's just assume he's like two hours away. We'll see you in two hours. Bye.
3: <music>
2: So, Bab. Aren't we excited today? I'm very excited. Are you very excited? I'm today? very, very excited.
0: tingling? I'm absolutely tingling all over. Every orifice
2: is Go- oh, tingling right now. That sounded a little bit wrong. In all the right ways, but still a little bit wrong. Anyway, we're not here to talk about my orifices. Okay. Her
0: Instagram <laughs> profile says it all. It says, drag queen living my glamours and fantasy. Greedy bitch. Since 19th of the 6th. 2020. She's kept us all in high spirits during the pandemic and now I'm delighted to say that she's been let loose and she's here in our house. (laughs) Can can you believe so? Literally, we have her in our house. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Miss Ruby. Hello
1: my darlings, how are you all? Woo! (laughs) So, welcome to our home. Thank you very much for inviting us. How was dinner? Lovely, darling. Had a lovely bit of pork. <laughs> it's very nice, dear.
2: Who doesn't love a little bit of beef?
1: Oh, I tell you. She loves a bit of meat, darling. I tell you, I have Well, I say. tossed
2: the salad. That's about all I did.
0: You but... did, darling, didn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Ben did the pork. And
1: what a good job you did of that as well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Can I have that in writing? Absolutely. Mm, my darling. Can I, yes, I have
2: it in writing whenever you complain about my cooking? <laughs> So, Miss
0: Ruby, Mm. I I don't know where to start. You are—you've popped up during the pandemic, and you are drag queen de jour. Yes. Um, Tell us a little bit about you. How it all—how it
1: all came about. How did you become Miss Ruby? So, uh, Miss Ruby was very much a lockdown queen. It's um, a work that I share with my lovely husband, Jonathan, because he pushed me into doing Miss Ruby. So, Johnny is very busy doing all my uh, costumes and all my wigs. So all my foam wigs and all my costumes are sewn by hand by my lovely husband over there.
2: So it's like a duo thing. It
1: is, I'm afraid. Yes, it is indeed, actually. You're like I'm afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Freudian slip, there, Miss Yes, really darling, me. yes. It's, it's a bit of a sore subject. Upgraded. So yes, so, um, at lockdown, um, I kind of dabbled in drag for a little while, and then... Obviously RuPaul's drag race came along and I'm a huge fan of Kinky Boots the Musical. So I started wearing heels, I started playing with makeup. Um, in fact, initially, Johnny used to do my makeup, and we were arguing so much because um, he would poke. He wouldn't like brush, he would just poke. So I said, listen, do you know what? I'm gonna have to learn to do the makeup myself. <laughs>
2: We do have to ask that question then. Was mm. it on purpose that he poked your own? Oh, eyes?
1: yeah, for sure. No, no doubt about it.
2: Was it aimed to tell you, yeah, okay, absolutely. love... Absolutely. You need to start doing your own makeup. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 absolutely. No doubt about it. He wanted me to feel that pain, and I did. And I said, you know what? Leave it to me, I'll do it myself. So he started doing the dresses, he started, started doing the wigs and I started playing with makeup and then with RuPaul. And, so my name, Miss Ruby, so Rubella Vaccine, Miss Ruby to my friends. So it's Rubella Vaccine, so it's Ru, because RuPaul. My grandmother, who's a huge alcoholic, is Isabella, so Rubella. And because I work in the health service, I thought, vaccine, why not? So there you go. Wow. That's how Rubella came That's to be. That's an
0: amazing name. <laughs> and with a great much. story as well. Yeah. So uh, becoming Miss Ruby, was mm. there kind of a light bulb moment where you thought, actually, this is what I want to do. I, I want to be a drag queen.
1: Yeah, I, I would say that that was a very gradual thing. So the very first pink wig that my hubby made, which is the, my the standard, my signature wig, I kind of I wore that for the very first time and I thought do you know what this is fabulous and uh, and that was on the day that I've put on my Instagram account which is the day that I posted the very first photo and it's where I kind of became Ruby really and then I discovered um, the lovely people at What A Drag um, that um, do all my little all my all the eyelashes and things and um, yeah it just kind of it was she was kind of like a a gra- very gradual thing, and then suddenly we were just starting having more and more fun with it. Then came Christmas, and we started doing uh, the cooking shows. I don't know whether you guys have seen it, that an absolute car crash, but you know, we had a laugh doing them. <laughs> And uh, that's how she became, uh, that's how she came to be, really. That's how Ruby was born.
2: So you said that, of course, this is a gradual process and you kind of toyed with it uh, with it in the past. So mm. how long a process are we talking? Is this something that kind of started and in six months and suddenly no. you, you came to the realisation, I'm Ruby, or was it something that it came from years?
1: No. So when I was, um, so about five years ago, I had a gastric bypass. I was a, I was a very, very big man. Um, I was just under 26 stone. Wow. Had a gastric bypass, and I mean you wouldn't tell now because I've put on most of the fucking weight back on again. But never mind. You so, look beautiful. Bless you, darling. Thank you so much. I was at my lowest, the eleven stone twelve. At that time, I discovered kinky boots, so I started. I bought my very first pair of heels. Then the thing with RuPaul's Drag Race kind of came more and more, and uh, it just she just became she just Ruby just came out of that really, um, and then lockdown we kind of thought we need to do something to keep ourselves entertained at the weekend at least. Because I, I did never stop working, I was always at work. So um, my other half started working from
0: home. You need that release though, don't you? Come the weekend, you know, we're all yeah. stuck inside and yeah. it's kind of finding something else do to know, do that's in exactly, that space.
1: You're absolutely right. And Ruby just kind of came, literally, it, she was um, a coronavirus uh, lockdown queen.
0: Tell us a little bit about Ruby. What What's Ruby's personality like?
1: Well, I think Ruby really is just me. Is just standing with a wig on and just slightly more um, outspoken than, than what I would normally be without you know without the wig and without the lashes. Uh, but I think Ruby, I I think of Ruby as a a big gal, fun and just extra camp. I love a bit of camp, darling. It, it, it's it's you know, to me, um, it's just all about fun. About glitter, lots of it, heels, the big wigs, and the big dresses, and the—I just love the glamour and the camp of it all, basically.
2: And, and I think that that's actually quite an, um, an important question to ask, an important topic to uh, to address. Is that if I understand correctly, what, what you said it's kind of—it's not kind of like an alter ego; it's just—it's still you, isn't it? Whereas a little yeah, queens...
1: absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So I, you know, in the last few months, to so as Ruby. So as is growing, I'm kind of like thinking, should I be sort of going down the road of finding a character for Ruby or you know, but actually no, Ruby's me. I'm I'm Ruby. I'm Ruby and I'm Danny and, you know, I go to work and the guys at work now still call me Ruby. Everyone calls me Ruby at really? work. <laughs> Absolutely. It's because just Ruby. You
2: know how there's a, l- you know? Uh, there's a lot of drag queens that actually have sort of this very distinct separation between mm. the boy persona mm. and the drag queen persona. So mm. it's actually really interesting to see that actually not every drag queen has that separation.
1: Yeah. I wonder whether that comes from somebody that, that does it sort of professionally. So somebody that does it as a job for me ruby is a release really for me ruby is it's just fun it's just you know like a just a laugh i just want you know i just want to laugh and have fun and you know and we do i mean we do argue a lot i mean especially in the last few months at the weekend sometimes um, I do take a little mile to get ready because I'll, <laughs> I have a little. Yeah, all right. So I have you, a little uh, bit of a process.
2: You're a queen after all.
1: Thank you, darling. I mean, RuPaul takes about six hours, I think. What she and
2: has a team of about
0: 25 million people.
1: Can you imagine
2: how early RuPaul has to get up in the morning just to be ready, I just know. to be camera ready? I mean, it's
0: what? Half past eight in the evening here. He's probably getting up now to get ready for tomorrow. Just get ready for absolutely. Yeah, Mm.
1: and this is the thing. So for me, Ruby's a process. So I, you know, I usually start. You know, at the weekend I will start at about eleven o'clock. So I'll have a bath. I'll shave my eyebrows off, and I'll have a, you know, because she's a bit of a hairy lady. So I've got to have a (laughs) have a a good old shave. (laughs) And uh, and the main thing for me is my eyebrows. So once I've done the eyebrows, and once they're on, and I'm happy with them, then I kind of go downstairs, I make myself a drink. I Have a bit of piss about, and you know, watch a bit of telly, and then you know. And in, in the meantime, Johnny's like at the at the old sewing machine, going, "Are you ready yet? Are you ready yet?" You know. So uh, yeah. So by the time we get to record and to get to do stuff in the evening, he's pissed off. Usually, he's pissed me off because he because he, 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 he can be. I tell you, 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 I mean, look at him. You wouldn't butter wouldn't melt there, but he's. Vile when he wants to be.
0: <laughs> I feel
2: like we need to give Johnny a microphone.
0: Yeah, this, I think I like... do.
1: I think you do.
2: <laughs> at this point, I think we kind of need to
0: because
1: give him an opportunity
2: him. to defend he's himself. These... To say
1: he's dying to say it's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, yeah, so often you know he'll say you know he'll get so if I'm recording like, like like a TikTok which is meant to be funny, you know I'm usually like really pissed off, pissed off, and he'll and he'll be behind the camera going. Smile, smile. I said, but I can't because you've pissed me off, so I can't smile now. So that's when it becomes a little bit of a labour. But um, she's fun. I absolutely love doing Ruby. I absolutely love it. And people love our, our sort of... People seem to respond to the fact that we bicker, you know, and the camera. And what you see is us that's exactly what we are like yeah. you know it's it's you know and I, I i love that to be honest with you i absolutely love that because you know in the evening we'll go to bed or we'll, we'll be sat there after watching tv and we'll just look at each other and go that was fun wasn't it yeah you know and and, and i love it i absolutely love that
0: <laughs> so let's talk about ruby's first foray into the into the real world so obviously yeah. you were instagram superstar during um, the <laughs> pandemic kept us all going <laughs> so there's three things that got me through lockdown wait wait wait, wait. can i guess them yeah so, uh,
2: kitchen disco. Sophie Ellis kitchen disco, correct. <laughs> to be fair, the, the problem with Sophie Ellis uh, Bexter kitchen disco is that we've never, never, ever watched it live. We've oh, always. Oh, right. You always watch it. Well, we're old people. So actually, on <laughs> Friday nights, we went to bed and we just put it, like, when we wake up and making the coffee on Saturday morning. <laughs> oh, let's watch Sophie Ellis Bexter's kitchen disco. <laughs> Bab, it was on at like seven o'clock in the evening. Yeah, and we were already in bed,
0: Bab. Second one. <laughs>
2: Ooh, um let me think, let me think, let me think. Second one, would that be us doing the podcast? No, Hunsnet memes. The third oh, one... I mean, you you could have not dismissed it, like, instantly, you know? <laughs> it's fun to make a podcast. Third one was Miss Ruby. Aww!
0: And, and then you kind of made this, this kind of uh, foray into, as I say, into the real world. Mm. What was that... First performance that you did to an so, audience like
1: I did a lip sync in uh, in London at Q Bar and um, I was very nervous, but I have to say I loved it. I it was so nice to be out and about as Ruby, watching people react because obviously at home and you know with friends and family they they're bound to say oh yeah you look fabulous darling you look fabulous you know but it, it's nice to sort of see that stranger strangers or people that don't know me. Sort of respond to Ruby in a positive way. I really, really love it, and I get that you know with Instagram all the time. I mean, I mean, I've got I mean really lovely, lovely followers who are really loyal and really loving, and it, it's just so nice. And I've become friends with with loads of them, you guys, and you know it is just absolutely amazing. So my first performance, um, I did a lip sync to um, Sweet Transvestite, which my other half was driving me insane because it was it was meant to be another song initially. Initially it was meant to be a song, you know, look at him nodding, uh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so initially it was meant to be a song called Sick" from a musical called Women on the Verge of a Never Spray Have you ever heard of it? No. Oh my goodness, fabulous.
2: Go for it, go for it. Do a little bit of a sing-along. I know that you lip-sync oh my too, goodness. but do oh a little no, bit what? of a sing sing-along.
1: Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. The song goes, you think that Cupid's got a bow? Well no, Cupid's got a needle, it'll find a vein, careful, you'll bleed. So,
2: oh, she sings as
0: well. Oh, she
1: sings, darling. So- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Better than me for sure.
1: So, Available so- now
0: on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Monetized, baby.
1: <laughs> so initially that was going to be the lipstick because it was all about it was all to do with needles and obviously the vaccine and uh, you know I have bought these really really cute syringe earrings which are fabulous. But then I thought, God, you know, I don't know that song. I mean, I know the song. Uh-huh. But I don't know it as well as I did. Sweet Transvestite, which I kind of perform in my in my house, like practically every day. From, you know, to be honest with you, like, whether I'm in the shower or cooking, I'm always like, you know, I've always got Tim Curry in my ears because I love it. So I thought, <laughs> no, I need to go with something safe, something that I know, and something that you know. And so I chose Sweet Transvestite, which I performed fabulously during her during the rehearsal. But then I got a slightly nervous when I was introduced for the actual thing. But you know what? For my first performance. I was happy with it. Well, it I thought okay. it
0: was it was wonderful. I've seen Mwah. it. Thank I've you, seen darling. it. I've seen the full the full video. is amazing because <laughs> it's that whole thing where it's it's the, the the two of you getting ready, and you know you're getting pissed off and you're throwing a bit of a tantrum. And I was like, "Is this for the camera?" And I was like, "Actually, you know, having spent time with you, now, clearly not." No, 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 no,
1: no. So like, we'd booked a cheap travel lodge in in Covent Garden. Iconic. Thank you. And then our friend. Andy, who uh, usually does, if whenever I do anything out of the house, actually sometimes inside the house, um, he'll he'll do all the filming, and he, mm-hmm. he's like a really clever uh, editing and all that thing.
2: And let me do a little sideways travelodge. Give us money. We're doing advertising for you, so give us money. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you know, absolutely. I mean, I'd
2: just be happy with a complimentary breakfast,
1: you know. Um, oh yeah. Just
2: give right. me a hot croissant on to go. Yeah, but oh, are they still my. doing the boxes? Do they take you to your room? Or they, do they do the
1: bu- Well, it depends which one you stay at, because some of them have a buffet, and some of them how do you do the. But our buffet's
2: back.
0: I went to a hotel a few weeks ago, and it was a served buffet. So you went up, but this man called Jeff
1: served us. So you didn't actually get to choose, and yeah. I, I
0: usually want more mushrooms than what
1: I'm given darling i love a mushroom yeah i do love a mushroom as well and do you know what i love a buffet i love an all-you-can-eat buffet i think you're right i think they have introduced the you know well we have to serve you now because of covid but really what they're hoping for is that people are going to be too embarrassed to go back up again but they haven't met me yet have they because i don't give a shit because i'll still go up about four or five times
2: and So it depends was jeff
0: hot (laughs) was jeff hot i don't even know if jeff was able to stand for longer than three minutes. Um,
2: Yeah, but that doesn't answer my question, isn't it?
0: No, Jeff was definitely not hot. Okay. Oh, dear. But I felt really bad because I was quite hungover and I couldn't eat my breakfast. And then when he cleared it away, I I felt judged.
1: Because
0: normally I'm like you. I'm like up there two, three times, you know. Three black puddings, thank you, sir. You know, But um, I was a little bit worse for wear. So anyway, (laughs) we digress. You were at the travel lodge.
1: So I was at the travel lodge and our friend... Because he's a, he's a bit he's, he's quite well to do, Andrew. So he he stayed at the Leicester Square. Was it the Hilton? Well, whatever it was. Anyway, he stayed at this nice little posh hotel on, in Leicester Square, which was round the corner from the venue. So he said, "I will tell you what, come back to mine and get ready at mine hotel." And I knew that Johnny would make me want to walk in heels from the hotel to the venue across friggin' London. And I know people say, oh, London, no one bats an eyelid. But darling, when you've not been out in drag for a, you know, ever really... You know, you suddenly you're in a you know you're in a full wig, the heels, and you you know you do sort of feel a little bit inconspicuous. So I was a little bit nervous, but darling, it, it was fine. I enjoyed it. I, I we had a, an absolute blast, I must say.
0: And what was the reaction like from the British public?
1: The British public loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, the the crowd that was there was really really lovely, I have to say. And um, the, am I right in thinking that they fucked up the ending? Because you know the ending where the song goes, so. Come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. So, towards the end, the song was stopped. Oh. So, I kind of like, I was kind of like stopped. Yeah, look at him. He, he was, and Johnny was livid because I was preparing for weeks. Wait, so, yeah. you
2: were preparing for weeks for a different song. So, yeah, I know, like, yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, get me wrong I caught up on that.
1: Yes, all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs>
2: she's been a
0: bitch oh, she's tonight. Oh, goodness darling,
1: I tell you. I know. Look what her.
0: I have to put up yeah, with. Him. I know. 24 7, I have this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh.
1: Well, I can see these two. Yeah, go and sit in the garage <laughs> oh,
0: just yeah. for a bit of a break. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, so what was what, the reaction like from your friends and family? So
1: my friends and family, all my colleagues, they absolutely love it. So I'm half Italian, so and my Italian side of the family, all my cousins, they absolutely love Ruby. They're all on Facebook, they're all on Instagram, they're all putting lovely comments, and everyone seems to like it and that's lovely. I mean, it's you know, considering that it started as a bit of a laugh and I never for a moment thought, it, you know, it would go anywhere, uh, I seem to have sort of found myself with a little bit of a following and it's lovely.
0: <laughs> Thinking more about British drag, we obviously have mm. a massive tradition of it. What What mm. does drag mean to you?
1: I think the very first drag queen I ever saw was obviously Lily Savage. Uh, on TV when we first moved to England. I mean, we, we moved to England in beginning of 1998. So, it was at the times where, you know, Lily Savage was still on the cover of Gay Times and that sort of thing, you know. it's, it's So, that was my very first intro- introduction to, to drag, really, because Italy, you didn't really have that. I mean, I was, f- what, 15, 14, 15 when I came over. Um... I don't know whether the the math tallies. By the way, I'm just I'm guessing
0: roughly. So, is Italian your first language then?
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but but my mum is English. So my mum's from Birmingham. She's a Brome, and my dad's from Oh ciao, Bella. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bab. (laughs)
2: Can you speak Italian with with the Brome accent? Uh, Can I speak? Is that a thing?
1: No, I don't think I can, darling. I should have to rehearse that one.
2: That's the thing, I I, I know. Per me la lingua
0: straniera è molto difficile. Oh my it's
1: be- it's Like, oh my god!
2: You ran me Italian.
1: Oh, fabulous, darling.
0: <laughs> We've all got a bit of Italian in us somewhere. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's not talk about your ex, pal. Oh. Yeah, let's not go there. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. may, mm-hmm. may or may not have been with an Italian for seven years. Mm-hmm. Really? And now I'm with an
2: Argentinian. Apparently, I've got a type.
1: Well, wow, I mean, you know. <laughs>
2: To be fair, yeah. your Argentinian has an Italian passport anyway, so... You do, Dolly, yeah? yeah, yeah. So my great-grandparents were Italian. They were from Sicily as well.
1: Wow, okay. I came out to my dad first, and my dad's like, from Sicily. I mean, my dad's like, you know... So you, I think everyone that's, that I've ever told this to, everybody's like, oh my God, how was it? How did it go? And actually, I have to say, my mum my and dad, bless them, they were absolutely lovely. I couldn't have wished for better parents. I mean... You know, yeah, I was really, really lucky. My mum, you know, although British and, you know, but my mum was the, was the one that sort of had that little bit of a, you know, um, initially. But my dad was, oh, yeah, that's what right. But my dad's very much like, very laid back. So I was really lucky with in that respect, actually. So, and
2: Rui, if you talk about your drag Influences. If you um, because you know how uh, drag queens normally have a drag mother. Yeah. Did you have a drag mother?
1: I never had a drag. Mother.
2: You never had a drag mother, so you're like a drag orphan.
1: <clears throat> I am a drag orphan. That's absolutely. Awful.
2: <laughs> Why is it awful? It's very <laughs> true though.
1: <clears throat> so I mean, if anyone out there wants to be my drag mother, please I mean, just let me know.
2: If she didn't have a drag mother, he was a drag <clears throat> orphan. But that kind of takes to the question. So it, I with the lack of a drug mother to mm. show you the ways of drug mm. uh, so who were your influences where did you take your um, yeah. inspiration
1: yeah yeah so actually i was telling you earlier about my, um, my very first contact with drag so obviously we said lily savage who's very much for me lily savage is drag that represents uk drag i mean it's it's you know, she's fabulous, she's she's sassy, she's a bit of a bitch, she's funny, she's, you know, and I love that. She's a little bit rough around the edges, she likes to drink, she likes to she likes to fag, and may or may not have taken drugs at some point, and, you know, we don't know. You know, so I kind of, I, I kind of responded to that. The very first drag queen that I saw live... Uh, and this was in a little pub called The Jack Horner in Worthing. Very very first gay pub in Worthing ever. Uh, it was a drag queen uh, called Dockyard Doris, who I think sadly has passed away now. Oh. But she was a big girl. She was a proper drag... She was a proper sort of bloke in a frock, looked fabulous with huge wigs. She was as camp as you like. And she was just really funny. She sang, she did cabaret... And so, very much like that, I think. More recently, I absolutely adore Miss Coco Peru. She was in. Have you ever seen the film Two Wong Fu? Yes. So she's in. She features in that at the beginning. You know when Rue comes down from. Yes. The, so she's in that.
2: She's the one that appears in Will and Grace a lot. She they? does yeah. absolutely right. That's absolutely
1: fine. right. Yeah, she does. Mother, there's someone at the door. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and she's very much a storyteller. She's absolutely hilarious and you know she does videos if, 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 if you haven't seen it um, go just watch her YouTube channel where she goes shopping so she goes to Walmart she goes to you know in full drag and she just walks around and makes comments and pick. you know it's just funny I well mean, maybe you
0: could do own. that in Aldi
1: can you imagine, darling? I mean, I... I
0: would pay to see that. I tell you what, I would love to see Miss Ruby on the middle aisle.
1: of <laughs> Oh, God, Miss Ruby's i sh- oh, I'm shocked. I f- love a middle aisle. Do then. you? Oh, my God.
2: Can
0: you,
1: imagine
2: recently- mid- uh, can you imagine Miss Ruby, like, inflating a 10 for 10 people <laughs> that just came from oh, the middle could, aisle? absolutely.
1: I've got the lungs for it. I mean, I smoke... I'm on 20 a day, but, yeah, I totally could, for sure.
0: What's it's- the weirdest thing you've got in the middle aisle?
1: Oh, Wow. Do you know what? I think it's really boring. I think we once bought a, was it like a double inflatable mattress thing? I think I think it was literally as boring as that. It was nothing. It was nothing like. I, mean, I wish I could say it was like some, I don't know some phallic object, but it wasn't. It was. I think it was something as boring as that, like a little two double bed inflatable um, mattress, darling.
0: I think mine was probably amaretto flavored freeze dried coffee.
1: Oh, was that in the in the little jars? Yeah. See, I like them. I do like. It I seemed. I love amaretto.
0: Do you? I do love. Amaretto. Well, I like amaretto and I like coffee, but I'm not sure if I like the freeze dried.
1: Let me tell you, if you like amaretto, you've got to try this. Is it French, darling? So my other half used to work at Disneyland Paris, so we used to go quite a lot. Yeah, and they do this uh, cocktail. Con- would you call it a cocktail? And it's they call it amaretto pom, and it's all it is is cloudy apple juice, ice, and amaretto. It's really sickly. It's really dr- beautiful. Well, wow. absolutely stunning. cooking
2: with Ruby.
3: Here and we go. There you
1: go, love.
2: <laughs> and here I am getting a mixer from the middle aisle rather than actually push things. <laughs> oh, that
0: mixer though, when you turn it on, it was about it was about thirteen pounds. And it yeah. looks like it looks like a kitchen aid. Yeah. But it doesn't operate like a kitchen aid. The whole house vibrates. Like I literally think we need to buy new foundations because of that machine and what it's done to the brickwork of our building. Oh, it does so-
2: the job. It does the job. It does the job. But and it was like a tenth of the price of a KitchenAid. I mean, it does the job, but to the detriment of our foundation. <laughs> but, but, but again, KitchenAid, if you want to give us money or KitchenAids, we're open for he it. He does this every time, and no one's ever sent us any free share. Well, show. you
1: never know. But are we talking KitchenAid? Is that the, what, what Nigel Lawson has in her a, a thing? that she? Do you ever do yeah. <laughs> Exactly, yes, and who doesn't? Like,
2: I, I, the thing is, I would actually prefer to see Nichella with an Aldi one because with all of with all of that jiggling <laughs> be a, oh my god! Can you imagine oh, Nichella putting go. the the Aldi mixer on and suddenly everything vibrates and her boobs like start jiggling. Yeah, but
1: she she's not she's not. I don't think she's as voluptuous anymore. She used to be much more. Do you know what I mean? She was much more sort of on the hip and you know. And I quite you know now she's a bit she's quite slim now.
0: But I think even with the Aldi mixer, she'd take off. Oh, she would. No. Yeah, oh, she absolutely. Would.
2: We talked a little bit about British drag. What is the quintessential Argentine drag? Well, the thing is, I wouldn't be able to tell you that much because I've been here in the UK for seven years. And the issue is that you cannot deny the RuPaul's drag race effect. So drag has made leaps and bounds since drag race came into air. Whether you like it or not, whether you like Rapalje, whether you don't, uh, his influence on, on, on Drag has been massive. Mm. So I can tell you about what Drag was before I came to the UK, which was very, particularly in my hometown, it was a very small scene. It was very uh, sort of groups of people. They would always perform two or three different Drag Queens always together, and it was always based on the Argentine Divas. So it was always be- based on Mir Legrand, and you know Mir Legrand, Mirta Legrand. She is ninety-five. Mm. She's been on TV every single day, Monday to Friday, mm. for the last 60 years. And she's still on TV today, really? age 95. She's, wow. uh, I mean, it's one of the things that God created Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve turned around and said, oh, and who's that? And God said, well, that's me, He <laughs> She was already here when I arrived. <laughs> Uh, she's like, so
1: what sort of things does she do? Is she like a presenter?
2: She's like a presenter, and she and she's, uh, she does a show that's called Having Lunch with Mir Telegran. so it's right. basically like an interview show. It's like a talk show, but it's yes. all done through a very fancy lunch. Do
1: you know, that reminds me very much. I don't know what... You may have heard of her. Have you ever heard of Rafaela Carrá?
2: Oh, I love Rafaela Carrá. Oh, my goodness.
1: Bless her. She's recently passed away. Babe. I know. So, Acarat, so when I was a kid, Rafaela Carrá, for me, was a goddess she still is a goddess She's, she had the blonde the blonde bob and I, she kind of what you were telling about, the, about about this lady I thought yeah she kind of reminds me a little bit like that
2: I think the difference is that Mirta Iran is sort of like a, a classy like a high class lady right right right, is, right right Rafaela right. was a, again she was talking about having sex with, with yeah, South was, American people she. Literally, that's her song. Uh, it's like yeah, to—it's ma- uh, literally, yeah. Para serbien el amor e ir al sur, it's like, To make love well, you have to go to the south. God. Well, hey, 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 yeah, I'm converted to that. <laughs> no complaints from me.
1: Oh, bye, have you ever heard of the song, uh, I think it's called Tuca Tuca, and then you've got, um, A far l'amore comincia tu. Oh, uh, yeah. A far Oh, God. Exactly.
2: But again, she, were, she was a little bit more sexual, whereas, whereas was, Myrtle yeah. Graham was very much a, a sort of like... She's always been like a proper lady, but she was a proper lady, and she has a twin sister. Well, her twin sister actually passed away a couple of years ago, oh. but you will see the, the her next to her twin sisters, and they look like mother and daughter because she has so much surgery on her. Wow. But And she
3: literally
2: does um, her... Lunch shows every single day, Monday to Friday, and at some point she did it seven days a week, but she did it the weekends as well. But she, she doesn't cook. She doesn't, she doesn't cook. cook. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's let's not no, try no, no. and it's, pull the wool over the eyes. No, it's not like she's interviewing you while she's like whisking some <laughs> eggs. You know, she's just sitting there and she has this amazing like a French outfit. She's a very divisive woman because of all she sold, so they become like really conservative and I, I, I'm yada yada. So it's very like l- love her or hate her type of person but going back really back to it it's like uh, argentinian drag tended to um, go into the uh, the divas and there was a little bit of a blurred boundaries between drag queens and uh, sort of trans women mm. because we've had trans women in show business for actually quite a while since mm. the uh, since the 90s there have been trans women and they are in sort of like you know like the carnival outfits like yeah, yeah, very yeah, yeah. Um, skimpy clothes. There's one of them that there's one of them, one of the first, most famous one that unfortunately passed away of of AIDS actually. Um, there's one now called uh, Flor de la that She's been going on for like twenty years. She's married now. She has children, uh, and, and she's a very out and proud trans woman that goes out in very like skimpy outfits. Mm. But there was kind of this blur between. Well, are you a drag queen or are you a, a trans yeah. woman? But then, on the other hand, we had these, um, this this um, guy that he did a sketch show, but mm-hmm. all of all, all of his characters were women. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it was in essence sort of the uh, the first Argentinian sort of drag queen. He uh, he's called Antonio Gasasha. He's again, he's I think he's in his eighties now. Yeah. And he has so many famous characters. He has this character who was like the bureaucratic sort of public office woman that, you know, you would call and wouldn't care about you Mm. and would just chat with her girlfriend there. She had one that was like a a sort of like an 80s emo style girl. Mm. And then she had Mamá Cora. The Mamá Cora was a grandmother, was like this very old lady that was like completely out of it, like probably Alzheimer's, dementia, everything all together. And they actually did a film and it's one of the most iconic Argentinian films in the 80s called Esperando la carroza," where the f- whole film is about Mamá Cora, who is like the matriarch of this family, this middle-class family, who kind of goes missing. And she goes missing, because she just goes out and gets lost because she's out of it. Yeah. And it's what happens with all of the family. And that film has so many iconic phrases mm-hmm. that everyone who grew up in the 80s and 90s can cite you just by heart. And again, it's kind of all based in a drag queen, which yeah. is a drag character. So I think that when I think about drag in Argentina, I think about Antonio Rasasha. I think about all of these sketch shows that he did. And you mentioned right at the
0: start of the interview, obviously the rue from your mm. Rubella vaccine mm. uh, full name, yeah. if we may that comes from, from your inspiration from RuPaul mm-hmm. so i think we can pretty much say that you're a big fan of the huge of ah, the of the huge. series yeah. um, what is it that you love about RuPaul's drag race
1: to be honest i was fascinated by ru herself you know my favorite part of especially in the earlier seasons my favorite part of the episode was when ru would, would come out you know when the bit when she's on the she's she's first on the runway and you, tum, tum, tum you know, and then she suddenly the lights go on and she's, you know, it literally, it would take my breath away. I mean, especially sort of in season, probably four, five, not so much now. She tends to wear these sort of big wigs and and curly and but she used to wear these like windswept sort of, you know, bobs and honestly, it used to absolutely take my breath away and that was my favourite thing and that kind of, that was what I used to watch it for. I used to watch it for Rue because it fascinated me. I like the fact that he's so confident and he's so so fierce and so comfortable with everything, or at least he he, he appears to be, which is exactly my exact opposite. Because I'm not. I'm in reality, I'm quite you know. I am actually, believe it or not, quite shy and I'm quite nervous. And a lot of my get into chatting and a lot of my comes from nerves. I have to say, I think a lot of it is that you know. But I I am fascinated by the fact that Rue is just so iconic i mean she you know she would literally just take my breath away and then from that then uh, michelle i adore michelle visage i mean She's i want great, to i honestly i i absolutely love michelle visage and um, i tell you a few years ago we did the very first drag world we did at the olympia in london oh my goodness we're talking 20 16 and Michelle was there, so it was the very first one, and Michelle was there. To be honest with you, I couldn't be asked to queue. Now I'm, now I'm, re- I'm regretting it. How very
0: un-British of you. I know,
1: darling, yeah. I know, but this, is, this comes out, it must be the, the Italian in me.
2: Your people love a queue. I, I've seen British people queuing, not knowing what they were queuing for.
1: Oh, darling, I have to say, I, I do love a queue, and I, I hate people that can't queue. And I'll say that, it really it makes my blood boil. Honestly, I... Oh, my goodness me. Oh, she's vicious with me. And what about
0: when you're queuing and then all their friends just, like, join the queue in yeah, front of no, you?
1: Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. So I've mentioned earlier about going to... Go, we used to go to Disney quite a lot and the times I've got into... Not fight, but I kind of got quite, you know, because you know when like you're queuing for, like, I don't know, a space mountain or something, and people, t- somebody will tap you on the shoulder and go, "Oh, sorry, can I get past? I've got my friend at the top." Well, no, you can't get. I've, I've been standing here forty minutes. I mean, I've got varicose veins out. Of, no, you can't get past here. No, sorry. And Johnny's going, "Oh, come on, let him pass." Him. No, 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 I've been, you know, what kids, Oh, oh we're I don't talking care. about. Oh,
2: we're talking about twelve-year-olds.
1: I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, and uh, there's a famous we took my brother and my sister-in-law with the kids and to Disney and we were queuing for, I think it was the, um, I don't know whether it was the fireworks or the lighting of the Christmas tree, I can't quite remember, but we, we'd been standing on that same spot on, on Main Street I'm not kidding for like an hour, and it was really busy. It was it was Christmas. It was really busy, and there was this this woman. She was she kept trying to push the kid. And if she'd have said to me, "Sorry, darling, would you mind if I just let make it, Yeah, of course, no problem. But she was literally she was thrusting this kid between us. I said, "Babe, I'm not moving. I'm twenty stone, darling. I want to I want to see you move me. You know." So
0: Michelle Visage, you didn't care to see Michelle.
1: Michelle no, I didn't queue to see Michelle Visage. But I stood. Very close to her, and I, I tell you, and it was just... Lo- I, I, I absolutely adored her, and all I wanted to do was... I bet she her. smells really good. I think she does. I think she smells very expensive. Mm.
2: Why are we talking about how Michelle Bissage smells...
1: I, I, mean, know, I know. We can
2: we can talk about so many things about Michelle Bissage and we're focusing on her smell. I <gasps> just <Don't you gasps> you know? think she would smell really nice.
0: I'll
1: tell you what I was shocked about. I thought she'd be like not big but like but she's tiny. Mm. She's
2: really
1: tiny. We saw that
0: dancing. Yeah, she was in Ted, seduction, yeah. wasn't
2: she? Yeah, no. I, I I couldn't tell you a seduction song by the way. Uh, oh, no. Idea. Oh, oh hold on. Uh, um
1: Oh my god, yeah. I'll think about it. Hold on. <laughs> it's it's on. Right.
2: Obviously RuPaul's
0: drag race has translated over yes. to the UK. We're yes. about to start series three. Yes. Are you excited?
1: Uh, I am so excited. I cannot wait.
2: Have you been watching the trailers and the Meet the I've Queens been watching videos? The i
1: met the Queens. Okay. okay. I, I, met, I haven't met them. I just you know online. Yeah, absolutely so love them.
2: Who are you excited about?
1: So I am excited firstly about the lovely Victoria Scone, who I absolutely love because do you know I hope she doesn't mind me saying that if she doesn't but I love the fact that she's a big gal, she can sing, she's funny, and she looks fabulous. So Victoria Scone, 100%, and also Charity Case. I'm absolutely excited about Charity Case, and I think she's going to be amazing. If you get a chance, go on Instagram and just go and see the things that she does with prosthetics. And she's very sort of like a, like horror, almost like a, like a Sharon Needles kind of, you know, stunning so I cannot wait I think it's gonna be a really really good season I'm really looking forward
0: to it and obviously we are from well we're all from Warwickshire yeah uh, I mean it's just amazing that like we literally live a town away from each other but it yeah. took us to meet each other over Instagram I mean I it's know. so bizarre isn't it? It is, isn't it it's yeah. so bizarre but um I mean we haven't got a Warwickshire Queen but we've got Kitty Scott Claus who's from Birmingham and then
2: Veronica Green's back as well
1: yeah I'm looking oh. forward
2: to seeing Veronica Green I like Veronica Green I like Veronica I kind of don't know how I feel about her as a person. Do
1: you think? I I, I,
2: I think during the last season she came... She came, uh, like, really brusque, like, really methodical, really this... And you know when they all came back for the finale and yeah. they all had to wear... Was it pink or red or... And she wore something that was, like, really different from all of the other queens. Yeah. And then in an interview she said, well... I wanted to stand out. I knew what all of them were going to do. So it's like, it's very, um, but it's like very, sort of very, there's a thought process, there's a plan for everything, there's a calculation for everything. So I I don't know, for me, it was, I like her drag and she sings really well. Yeah. I just found her really, really, again, like there's a formula for this.
1: To me, she came across like, like a bit quieter than the others and I think she maybe I mean there was big personalities in, in in that group, and I think she found herself in a situation where she kind of had to be a little bit methodical to you know to get by really and to yeah.
2: And, and the thing is, I agree, she was very quiet, and it got to a point that every other episode she was like you actually all are underestimating me yeah. and I'm the underdog and I'm the underdog Absolute. and I'm the underdog and then suddenly she had a massive ego so it was, it was kind yeah. of like there was kind of like a mismatch there for me but in... I
1: wonder how much of that is the editing because everyone talks about Rupert oh, Straight yeah, West and they talk about the, the editing and how yeah you see you just, you just don't know do you I mean it's, it's all very I often wonder what I've come across like I mean you know like can you imagine Ruby on on, on Drag Race? Uh, would not, you audition not for Drag Race? Not happening, actually. Oh, I
0: thought no. you were going to give us
2: an exclusive. Yes, then, <laughs> Oh, no,
0: don't but, do that to okay. me. No, but
2: I've, I've, other than that, because season three is already <laughs> filmed, we know the queens, but would you consider auditioning for Drag Race?
1: Uh, not yet. I think maybe one day. Maybe one day. I think I'm a little bit too green still. I think I need to get myself out there a little bit more and then yeah get a bit more experience under my belt and then maybe see but then you know she's hit the big four oh this year darling so I don't know how long you know my biological clock is ticking darling <laughs> so I don't, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do we'll see I
2: mean drag granny
1: drag granny alright Ben
2: <sighs> wow. I told you. This is
0: what it's like. Lovely evening, darlings. Thank you so
1: much. Goodbye. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) It's a good job
0: that pork was nice. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: so so sorry.
1: I'm embarrassed. Oh, come on. Is
2: she what? Like six months older than me? Wow.
1: Yeah, wait until you get to 40. Yeah. 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 I must admit the big 40, that was a big deal for me. I mean, my other half is like, what, three months younger than me? no. No, sorry, three months older than me, darling. Let me just put that out. Oh, are you the young one? I'm the young one, sweetheart. And I tell you, the big four O did hit me a little bit. I thought, oh my God. You well, know.
2: I'll let you know in six months. Because then six you, you, yeah, well, I, well, to prefer Yeah, more or less isn't it, because I turned 40 in April, so... Oh, do you? Yeah, so... Yeah, there. I, you
1: know, I'm all right now.
2: But then again, I'll still stand by Drag Granny.
1: <laughs> there's no, mo- I think there's something in that. I'll, I'll be honest with you.
2: There's money there's to be made there. there.
1: I think there is. I think, you know, I think you never know.
0: So, obviously, on Bareback Podcast, we welcome everybody, all creeds, colours, shapes, sizes, mm-hmm. sexuality, whatever.
2: And age. Uh,
0: and, <laughs> yes, all right, <laughs> Granny. She's coming on about the age. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um And, obviously, we're all queer people in this room together. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's safe to say that. So, I thought, we'll bring a bit of butch in. Oh, yeah. So, I've... Um, I, well, it <laughs> sounds like this is really premeditated. I basically asked my brother. Mm. I was like, we've got Miss Ruby coming on the show mm. this week. Is And my brother is... I think we're fair to say a straight. What do you mean?
2: Are you doubting your brother's? No, 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 I'm just. I'm just kind of saying. Basically, we've got this little feature called Straight Talking.
3: Mm-hmm. Where wait, wait,
2: wait. We... should we do like a like, like an intro to it? It's like like welcome to Straight Talking, <sighs> something like that.
0: Basically, I said to my brother, Miss Ruby's coming on. Any question you've ever wanted to ask a drag queen,
2: but we're right. too afraid to ask. I mean, if yeah. you don't want to do an introduction, you can tell me. You don't, you don't need to just ignore <laughs> me <laughs> and just move forward. and you know. Do your introduction then. Right. And then I'll play. A... Yeah, but then you mock me because of my introduction. So <laughs> my music <is> like, do-do-do. <laughs> so you do an introduction. You have, you, you have the, the radio bows. <laughs> <laughs> straight, straight talking. Straight talk.
3: Hello, my name is James. I am 33, live in Nottingham. I'm Ben's younger brother. I am also a straight man living that heteronormative dream. Ben, Benya, Miss Ruby, here are my questions. What actually is a drag show? Other than a bloke in a dress, I haven't the foggiest.
1: Oh my God, a drag show is so mad. I mean, a drag show, I mean, so nowadays you've got all different types of drag. So you've got your your queens that are dancing, your splits and death drops and fucking hanging up... bloody ceiling and doing a then you've got your Just like a
0: Miss Ruby show. Just absolutely
1: darling. I mean you know I mean a death drop some you know, all the way man me, my love, I tell you <laughs> I should, just, I should just bloody drop dead really one of these days. Oh, <laughs> like it. news.
2: It's um, like, let's no. do a death drop but just in case like have a different related yeah, I, I don't think you. I
1: could ever I don't think I could ever, Jesus Christ. Um, it, it's really weird
2: the position that they get to. Because it is it, very you know, weird. The splits is one thing, but the other one is the one that they put like the leg the look, behind yeah, the knee and they then, just drop back. I would hit my head.
1: But then you've got a silky nutmeg and death drop where she literally just throws herself backwards on the floor, and uh, I mean, like that—you know—that's proper brain damage stuff. I mean, you could—I mean, she wants to be careful, Ben. She does
0: want to be careful. I—I I, I mean, I thought she had a real redemption, didn't she, on the on the recent All Stars?
1: Yeah, she did. I almost I felt
0: like they deserved her. to put her through just yes. because of what she went through. Yes. But hey yes, ho.
1: absolutely. absolutely. Hey ho. So yes, yeah, so drag shows. So yeah, so you've got your your um, your death drop, your splits, uh, your you know fierce um, uh, um, clubby queen. You've got your your cabaret. So you've got your sort of man in a frock, funny storytelling, a b- few show tunes, kind of a queen. Um, and then you've got your you've got your comedy queens like Bianca del Rio. That you know that does worldwide tours and just sells out everywhere he fucking goes and <laughs> makes millions and just just you know just uh, tells jokes and, and does stand-up so drag is everything you want it to be really i mean it's it's you know then you've got things like sasha valore that does these like um these like amazing sort of very artistic kind of shows very sort of you know gender kind of kind of say it's part, a very visual very visual art very like, art exactly you know and you know, so you, drag is exactly what you want it to be. You just it can be anything you want it to
3: be. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Straight talking. How competitive is the industry? Do you all get on, or is it the opposite? Every queen for themselves. Do you have any beefs or grudges?
1: So no, I don't have any beef with anyone. To be honest, I mean, I I'm still very new to it, really. So I mean, I have all I can say is that every single queen I've met through. Instagram, who I've chatted to, people that I follow, they're followed back. Everyone has been so lovely, so supportive. There is, I kind of feel like a little bit of this, like the sisterhood, really. I mean, there's, you know, there's queens that that I that I, you know, that I often comment uh, and they're back, and or we'll have a DM or we'll, you know. So I, no, I I I've not experienced that. I, all that I've experienced is really positive, really really lovely and. Just a nice big sisterhood, really. That that's 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 all I can tell you.
3: <laughs> do, do, do. Straight talking. Do you enjoy all the attention you get, even the negative?
1: Yes. I think, you know, if you do drag, you kind of have to like the attention to a certain extent. I think it's, you know, cause it is very eye-catching. And like with Ruby, I always try and make her very eye-catching. I mean, like, you know, with the big with the big foam wigs and, and the costumes and the makeup is really like loud and really like you know, so yes, I do enjoy the the attention. I have to say, Touchwood, I've not had any negative comments as yet. Um, but you know, it's very early days. Uh, sorry, what was that? Have i had any, co- any negative. So yeah, the, ne- the negative comments I've had is from my husband over there, which, ah. is very, which is very, very, He's very like you know, he's very good at keeping my fucking ego down. I think you'll find
2: that's constructive criticism.
0: Yes,
1: darling, of course, of course, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, but but that's,
2: no. a, but that's until he calls you a slag or something like that. It's like you, know, oh, you, no, you, you, you look like a slag. Oh yeah, you
1: know, that, oh, that's that not constructive. I, I don't time. think
2: he would
0: say that to you
1: well you know i think i think the the, the one thing we had the other day oh, actually oh, that's a funny story so we get to uh, <laughs> we get to my friend's house um, for Leicester pride on saturday and you know darling i'm italian i mean you know i'm a hairy man you know and he said oh that cuz i was wearing this um, this sort of dress which was I had a little bit of a bit of a you know. So he said, you're gonna to have to shave your chest. I said, darling, I said, I can't shave my chest because it's too thick. And he's just so he went out, right? So I was whilst I was feeling, finishing my makeup and came back with you know those packs of like big yellow razors with, with the <laughs> one single fucking I said, What do you want me to do with that? So he forced me to and I literally I was I mean I was ready for open heart surgery. I mean it, 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 you know it was just, I was like shaving my chest and it ended up having you know wisps here and there and people did, did comments in the day which was very nice of them, <laughs> made me feel really special you know oh, no. so yeah there you go yeah i
2: mean <laughs> could have bought could have bought the premium ones you know the ones like they have like oh, yeah. five oh, blades no 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 no
1: no 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 no.
2: you mentioned that you were at leicester pride yes. at the weekend just gone mm. bell of the
0: ball you were front page of the leicester oh, mercury the Lester
1: Mercury, darling i mean like uh, you know yeah i'm page three and page three. She was a page three girl.
0: Literally a page three girl. I
1: know, sweetheart. Very, very proud. It's a very, very proud moment. And with... Yes, and also we've noticed that on we think on the photo that they used the front page. I'll say that again, front page of the, Earth, the Mercury, um, They enhanced Ruby's tits, and <laughs> they also airbrushed the hair out. Uh,
2: I was going to ask, did they like highlight their I hair? That, I
1: think that they did because they gave me a, a cracking pair of tits. I have to say, and usually I must admit that my so I've often been been complimented about my breasticles or my breasts, and. Uh, you know, oh how'd you do it? How'd you do? It? How'd you get your breast? I said, darling, that's my stomach. So it's literally <laughs> I put the corset on, and the shaper goes on, and everything gets pushed up. So what you see as my as my tits is partly my man boobs, partly my actual stomach. <laughs> so there you go. You're welcome, everybody.
0: And I think as well, are you able to tell the story about how you got to and from Leicester Pride?
1: Uh, with pleasure, we got our chariot for Leicester Pride there and back. We were escorted in a St John's ambulance.
2: Were you a patient?
1: Uh, Possibly on the way back, I can't remember. Uh, So so uh, probably that's a yes. Probably, yes. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, so a very, very good friend of ours uh, that we work with on the ward. He works for St John's and he very kindly gave me a lift, came to pick us up on his way back from Northampton to Leicester with the ambulance. And uh, yeah, so she got into Leicester Pride in style.
0: And on the way back, you untucked in the ambulance? On the way
1: back, I untucked... Yes, I untucked in the ambulance. Does Miss Ruby like tuck? Miss well, does, yeah. Ruby doesn't tuck as much. Miss Ruby wears these very, very tight Shaper and spanks, which are actually my, my friend's spanks that I nicked off her <laughs> about a year ago. And I keep saying, Donnie, no, I've them off. You can have them back. She says, no, 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 keep them, dear. Yeah, so I know, it I'm, gets yeah. to a point where you're going to say, yeah, keep them. I need to buy a new pair, actually. So, no, Miss Ruby doesn't tuck because... I am not sticking them like you know, people say that you put the, the yeah, testicles back into the No, I don't think
0: so. So literally the testicles go back to so whence they came. I,
1: I mean, I don't do it but I, I understand that that um they literally tuck the testicles back into the socket and Oh I know. Hannah, how'd you get them back down again after? That's what I can't. I,
0: have a big sneeze. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I think probably, yeah, sneeze with your with your nose. I don't know. so I, mean,
0: I just assume that every every queen tucked. Not
1: not every queen not every queen tuck. I mean I don't I don't really need to tuck because I've got a, I've got a stomach to sort of keep it like covered, you know. <laughs> so it's fine really.
2: <laughs> I mean how they come out is pretty simple. I don't want to be a baskill and introduce you to oh, you a know? very Go new on. concept, but it's called gravity. It kind of works that way. Oh, so they just fall out oh, they, eventually. Oh, they just fall out? Yeah, yeah, they just fall out. Because I um,
1: guess, I think, the way that they do it, they put the things back in the socket and then they use literally gaffer tape to kind of like sellotape their penis back yeah. and just you know
2: but also that's because otherwise it would fall down i mean don't oh. get wrong I, I think newton did it with an apple the drag queens do it with their own <laughs> testicles but
1: your brother's gonna be like okay,
2: now I don't he know, is now. Lo- i mean he i he mean, <laughs> mean this straight talking
0: has gone very very you, much I like i want to
1: meet your brother now <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean it's an education process yes, yes. i, mean, I mean he is he's we talk about straight talking he's probably queer sailing
1: now so <laughs> you know? straight talking
3: do you have days when you really can't be asked, like any other job
1: absolutely i mean like so we yes we do have days when i do really can't be asked, and it's usually it usually so i usually start my if i'm going if i'm I'm getting into drag i will start the process at about nine o'clock i'll have a bath shave my eyebrows have a shave then i'll sit on my makeup desk my uh, wig cap goes on and then the first thing I have to do, I put the base, and then I draw the eyebrows. Now, I'm very particular about the eyebrows. And know people have said to me, oh, use stencils. I said, no, because that feels like a cop-out. I want to, you know. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's been times where I've drawn the eyebrows on and off, on and off about six, seven times. And in the end, I thought, you know what, fuck it. It's th- today's not my day. I'll try again tomorrow. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah there is days that I think, uh-uh, today's not the day.
3: Straight talking. Are all drag queens gay?
1: No, they're not. They actually not. No, I don't think. No, and this is this is the nice thing about drag is I think drag is for everybody. I mean, male, female, cis, afab, whatever. You know, straight, gay. No, I don't think it is. I think I don't think that they are. And in fact, we know of a drag queen that we met at the show, that the very first show that, that I did at Cuba, Vanity Vicious, who is a straight guy and he just loves drag and he's he's a f- fierce queen I tell you and yeah absolutely amazing so no I don't think they are absolutely not
0: there you are so hope, hopefully James you have had all your questions answered and uh, as I say thank off, you James <laughs> he's off queer sailing he'll be I tell you what he, he'll lo- he would love a drag show with my brother wouldn't he yeah. oh, really? we'll have to bring him to see oh, you. oh absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 for sure he would, he would love it I remember <laughs> I remember the first time I took him to a gay bar he made me go to the toilet with him because he was too scared to go <laughs> on his own and I was like but it's just a normal toilet like, nothing different hap- is going to happen there than if you went to a toilet in any other pub in the world but then I think when he realised because we were on Canal Street in Manchester there was more straight women in there than there was gay men he was like yeah. oh Yeah, I'm fine now. I know my way to the toilet. I was like, I bet you do. I bet you do. So, Miss Ruby, thank you so much for for coming on to Bear Back Today. What is next for
2: Miss Ruby? I know
1: what's next for Miss Ruby.
2: What? Is Astrid's pride next year yes
1: oh for sure I'll be here darling yes please
2: you. come back to our
0: street we and oh, we'd love to have you up it, it, we, well we actually spoke about it on the podcast the other week didn't we yeah. we said mm-hmm. if anyone was going to be there it would be Miss Ruby didn't oh we? thank really you
1: know. darlings and I will come back with pleasure
0: but apart from being our um, guest of honour at, mm-hmm. um, at the Pride next year w- what else can we expect for you coming up
1: well, do you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping we're going to be doing more cooking shows. So as we're getting closer to sort of Christmas and the autumn, I'm going to be doing loads more cooking shows. So there'll be loads of those coming up. I am going to be hosting a couple of bingo nights for, what? <laughs> for some private pa- I know, for some, uh, for some private parties. So you never know. You might see Ruby doing uh, more and more as we go.
0: Hostess with the mm-hmm. mostess. Oh,
1: absolutely, darling. And also, I've got a um, I've got a, a charity gig coming up in Brighton, which we'll know more. I'll put stuff out um on my Instagram as soon as I know more. Um, but I'm in talks about that, yes, as well.
2: And if our listeners want to know more about Miss Ruby and to get in touch with Miss Ruby, uh, how can they find you? What well, are your socials? So
1: they can find me on Instagram, and it's at Miss underscore Ruby V underscore. And also on, um, I think on, on Facebook, I'm on Rubella Vaccine, isn't it? Rubella Vaccine, absolutely. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. Yeah, so my other half, as bless him, as um, has created a website. So, missrubv.com, www.missrubv.com. So you can contact me there uh, for any, any questions that you might have about me.
0: Just your Instagram profile alone is just worth it for all those gorgeous... Who takes all your photos? Oh, my other half. Oh, yeah. I mean... But, Oh, you I have got it good, oh, guys. You have got it good. Oh, yes. oh, he sews, he designs, mm-hmm.
1: he. Well, I mean. Uh-huh. What do you do? I just stand there, darling. I just I just, just get into makeup. and just stand there and wear the stuff and just, like you know, wait for him to click. Yeah.
2: To so be fair, you know. and the thing, he makes an effort. Uh, us to, we normally try to catch each other in the worst position ever. Oh, That's how we take oh, photos. Oh, don't worry, he
1: does. I mean, I, actually, I think one day, one day I'm going to have to record without telling him. I'm going to have to record a little photo session of Mr. Vivi, which is usually on a Sunday afternoon. And, you know, we've got, you know, we've got like this, um... This metal thing that we, for the background, and we've got the lights. And Christ knows what the neighbours think we're doing with all these lights nice flashing. I mean, you know.
2: Well, that
0: was eventful. Oh, drama! So, if you didn't get it by the rather over-the-top sound effect that I added in post-production, we had a power cut.
2: And now we were sitting here talking to Miss Ruby and her husband, and suddenly we went into full darkness. And this is the second, well, second, third, fourth time that's
0: happened in the last few days. On Saturday night, we officially went off grid. We lost power. Yes. It went off all night. They couldn't put us back onto the grid. So, what we did was we decided to go in the street and have a few beers with the neighbours. Because that's what you do. You didn't, It's not like we could do anything, so... We literally just sat in the pitch black with our neighbours and drank.
2: Exactly. Um,
0: the thing is... Oh, no! We had the balloon, though. Oh, it wasn't complete darkness, was it? Yeah. We, we had, had torches. I mean, that balloon was extra. Our oh, neighbour yeah. had got it from a balloon festival. Yeah. And it's kind of like one of those balloons that you get at... You know, you give someone for their birthday, you fill with helium. But it had, like, LED lights inside. Indeed. Oh, it's giving me life. It was, like, um, sort of, like, Richard standing is yeah like. yeah almost like a punch bag wasn't it yeah a little bit like a punch bag but
2: with LED lighting but very cam I mean very on brand for us yeah it was really good I really loved it <laughs> the problem is is the problem hasn't been fixed we've been put on a generator that is on the entrance to the estate because the whole estate doesn't have any power whilst we were talking to miss ruby Apparently someone was trying to steal the diesel from the generator. I mean, there's petrol stations for that, do you know what I mean? Well, not for stealing. No, 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 but to get diesel. if you yeah. had de- well, But anyway. if you want it for free, then have, <laughs> yeah. you can't go to the petrol station, really. <laughs> so basically what happened is that around half nine in the evening, we lost power again and it didn't come back until six in the morning. Mm. Did I tell you that
0: when I went to drop Miss Ruby off back home, I saw neighbours from another street literally trying to fix it themselves? You know, like, they've all got engineering degrees or something.
2: Oh, they're going to make it worse. Let's be honest, Bob. We live in the most first world estate ever. We have these people... I don't trust these people trying to fix the generator when you've seen the comments on Facebook made on on the Facebook group for the estate. Do you know what? I, I often think we could probably do
0: a whole podcast based on the comments and responses that our
2: estate's Facebook group... So this neighbour, she uh, wanted to put this very useful tip in our Facebook group. <laughs> so she made a comment where she recommended, said that if you needed to um, heat up some water, like for a bottle for a baby, you could still use the gas hob. It's just that the electric ignition wouldn't work. So you just need to turn the knob on and then just use a lighter and fire. Oh my God. From the gas hob.
0: I mean, what, what, did you, what did you think people
2: used to do before you had electronic ignitions on gas hobs? The worst part is that someone commented on that, non-ironically, by the way, OMG, lifesaver. <laughs> Classic. Oh, we, we need to start delving into
0: that group and bringing someone to the podcast. I mean, because
2: it's goals. Uh, really? How fast well do, you, do we need to be that people don't know? that you can light a fire without the electric ignition from the hob.
0: I am Jay, lifesaver. I do feel, though, that we are kind of living in the 1970s with all these power outages and there's, like, no food in the supermarkets. It's very kind of like we seem to be coming back in time. I'm expecting, like, minor strikes to happen any second. But Miss Ruby has been in touch with us and she wanted to have the last word on the matter for last night. So let's listen to what Miss Ruby had to say.
1: Well, darlings, just like that, uh, the house was plunged into darkness. There's me thinking the evening was taking a bit of a turn, but uh, no, no such luck, darlings. Um, uh, obviously, somebody forgot to put 20p in the meter, but never mind. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Ben and Ben very, very much for having me and my lovely husband round for a lovely bit of meat last night. Uh, loved it. Absolutely loved it. You boys are just Fabulous. And I look forward to uh, seeing you guys very soon. Lots of love. Bye.
0: Oh, we love you, Miss Ruby. We love you, Ruby. Oh, we can't wait to see you soon. And can't wait to see Art on the Road. I'm so excited about that. I'm actually really genuinely excited to see her perform in whatever shape or form that may be because I know she's so talented and I can't wait for the wider world to see the full Frontal force that is Miss Ruby. A full frontal Ruby. Yeah, full frontal Ruby. <laughs> you have that to look forward to. <laughs> anyway, before we go, if people want to get in touch, how can they do
2: that, ben They can contact us through our Instagram at Bareback You can tweet us at Bareback Pod. You can find us on Facebook. All you need to do is search for Bareback Or if you
0: want to send us a little bit of a longer message, you can do that via email. And our Gmail account is barebackpodcast at gmail.com. And thank you everyone for listening and for getting in touch and all your likes, shares, subscribes, all that kind of stuff. Keep doing it. Tell a friend. Tell them how much you love the podcast because we love you so much. And we'll see you same time, same place next week bye bye are you okay Come.
1: On. Oh, oh he right. wants to go
0: out no the cat wants to go oh. out this is our life <laughs> he won't use the cat flat. oh
1: really it's
0: like the bloody savoy in here oh bless Damn. him